0: Welcome to Media Review Pod, a variety podcast of discussions, opinions, and interviews focusing on the entertainment side of media. My name is Richard Santiago, and today we'll be talking about the Disney live-action adaptation of Mulan. As always, you can tweet us using the Twitter handle at Media Review Pod and the hashtag MediaReviewPod. You can also send us an email at mediareviewpod at gmail.com with any questions, comments, or suggestions, or you can just leave a voicemail by calling 407-603-5847. Joining me for this chat are two fellow media producers and friends of the show who, although they've been loyal, brave, and true, they've also been cooking up a pop. Culture podcast in secret. Filmmaker, actor, <laughs> and theater enthusiast Adolfo Busso is here. And the producer, writer, and director of Silver OG Studios, Oscar Giovanni. Welcome back, guys. Hello, we're hey. back. So, yes, so we were supposed to have done this episode what, like three months ago, right? Uh, yes, more or less.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, but what what days today? I don't know. I know, right? What, what, we, what we, month are we? Last time we
0: talked. <laughs> what year? Um, uh, let me see. We talked about the Invisible Man, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we we were we were talking about doing this back then, and we didn't really know when Mulan was going to come out because of this whole pandemic situation that we're still in. Um, mm-hmm. and fast forward. Several months, and now it's September. Mulan finally came out, but not in theaters. We had to dish out 30 bucks plus mm. a Disney Plus subscription in order to be able to see this movie. So, since Disney mm. decided to release this movie now we uh we were able to watch it in the comfort in the, in the comfort of our own home and um I don't know what what do you guys feel about this I mean it's it's gonna be hard to track now but I'd be curious to know if if they were able to make a decent amount of money with this release you know considering that this movie cost well over 200 million dollars
1: well we have uh read mixed reviews um some people don't agree with the30. Uh, price tag mm-hmm. others find that that is very uh, comfortable because if you will have gone to the movie theater it will cost more um, but of course Disney also announced that you can see the movie for free if you have a, a subscription that right mm-hmm. uh, So but you will have, mean but you have included, to wait until right? December yeah, yeah. so uh, if you wanted to see it right now well you had to to pay the thirty dollars, uh, and Oscar oh maybe can uh, elaborate more on that. But that that was a, a, a price tag that they had to put because they needed to try and and recoup mm. uh, what wh- what it cost because the the budget for this uh, movie was uh, expected to be for a for a movie theater release. Mm.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I've openly been in favor of this, uh, of the, the $30 plus subscription mm-hmm. uh, in my social media with, <laughs> and have, uh, there's been a lot of black, a backlash <laughs> for of, of that too. <laughs> but the thing is that I, I try to explain their mentality. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think that it was good or bad. I just think that they had to like. Yeah, it's they, a, it's a business move. We have to move. start yeah. releasing these movies. Yep, because of a lot of factors. Mainly because there's already been uh, a budget for uh, advertising, advertising mm-hmm. this year. So they they couldn't wait until this is over because we don't know there might be a second wave now uh, that it, in flu season mm-hmm. that's coming.
0: Yeah, really? I remember. I remember they were they were already um, uh, doing the marketing for this movie way back in March, February, March. They were doing all this marketing, and they had to just stop. Um, but I I I understand um, why they did it. It's 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 all business, um, yeah. and from my perspective, I'm cool with it because otherwise i would have had to have uh let me see it's me and my wife and my two kids so mm-hmm. it would be way over 30 bucks plus popcorn that's what
2: yeah mm-hmm. that's what i've been debating but the thing <laughs> is that mostly people in my social media are like 30 somewhat people they're they don't that don't have kids or maybe they're single mm. so for them for that particular audience oh. Yeah, it is. It's a big investment, but the thing is that Disney Disney Plus is targeted to families. Mm-hmm. The the percentage is more families, and I have I have seen comments saying that uh, my family is four, six. Uh, so yeah, so this is a thirty bucks. It's a treat. Yep, but not mm, not many people. Can understand that part of it anyway anyway yeah, so that-
0: so we'll, we'll talk about Mulan later on in in, in the episode um what I really want to get to the bottom of is this thing that I hear that you guys are launching a podcast what's what's this all about
2: <laughs> well the thing is for many years our friends and, and family and co-workers uh, have been telling me uh, to have some sort of uh, web, web episodes podcasts lives especially in the pandemic, Mm -hmm. and like, why haven't you done lives? I've always been invited uh, to podcasts like this one, which I I like, Mm -hmm. and to other lives, but I don't have one of my own. So if I want to say something, I have to wait till people ask me, Oscar, what do you think about this? (laughs) And I am a very opinionated person, Um, and Adolfo as well. And we've studied this, you know, We, we have a degree in film, uh, we, ha- we have lots of uh, background in that. We've been in, in plays, in shows. Uh, Adolfo has done movies. I've done reality shows. So we kind of have that in back uh, behind the scenes knowledge. So we said, what's the easiest and laziest way <laughs> to, to have a product? And it's a podcast because in the lives, I always tend to like put on makeup or do my hair, you know, the the, the aesthetic of it. Mm-hmm. So in podcast, you have to hear us. Oh, right. The other thing is that I, I, I edit, edit videos and I have like some sort of standard. So I just don't do, I don't have as my videos. Yeah, so the podcast, I don't have to edit anything, just, just the audio, but I don't have to provide visuals. Mm. So it's the it's the easiest <laughs> form uh, or, or media to do this. Now,
0: now tell me, is this going to be under the Silver OG Studios umbrella?
2: Well, the Silver OG uh, is the studio producing it, uh-huh. because right. we are Silver OG, Yep. Uh, but it's going to have a different name, Okay. which will soon be revealed.
0: Awesome. Okay. Oh. So... As we move on to this next segment, I, I would like to, to you know, take this moment to acknowledge the passing of Chadwick Boseman, who died this past August 28th after living privately with cancer for four years and who left a hole in Hollywood that will be very difficult to fill up again. He, uh, he was a black actor Who played many iconic roles like Jackie Robinson, Thurgood Marshall and James Brown he also played and is best known for the role as the African American superhero Black Panther with which he gave many boys and girls of African descent throughout the world an icon to look up to and to emulate you know he was a hero who not only has powers and fights for justice but who also just looks like them And the importance of seeing yourself in media is something that's very powerful, which leads us to believe and sometimes understand that what we're seeing on the screen is something that we can maybe achieve someday. Uh, You know, be it an honest fighter, or or merely just knowing that there's a black actor or a person of color who who was able to reach the summit in Hollywood. Um, Now, it would have been great to see what what else Chadwick. Could give us, but he's left a legacy with his body of work and all the lives that he's touched through his work and oh. on and off screen. So, if you guys have anything else to add to that, um, I'm game. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I I agree with you. Um, I broke the news to Oscar, and he thought I was pulling his leg. You know, he he, he couldn't believe it, and and of course, is very sad. He was basically just beginning a highly successful uh, career. Mm-hmm. Sure, he has been working as an actor regularly in TV shows and, and movies, but it wasn't until Marvel came up that he reached this worldwide uh, recognition. And like you said, uh, became uh, a role model for for everybody, basically. And, and more importantly, he, he was a good representation or a decent representation of the black community on, on screen. Because usually it's the same thing as if you have a, a Puerto Rican character in a movie or a TV series It's usually the drug dealer, the scumbag. And those kinds of, of, of roles, uh, play, play an a, a important role, uh, in how we are seen in society because he didn't became famous portraying a drug dealer, a murderer um a thief he was made famous and will always be remembered as a superhero. Mm -hmm. So it's a it's a great loss not only uh for his family and and fans because he was he was more than that. He was also an an advocate for uh cancer patients. So so he it is a big loss. The news
2: hit me hard. Because we, like you said, it was a private battle. We didn't know, it, yeah. it, it didn't make sense. And like you said, like the legacy and what he represents and, and everything because Black Panther is the first superhero nominated uh, movie for a uh, for best picture at the Oscars. You know, yeah. uh, and, and it was awarded, I think fi- uh, five other nominations. I think it won three. So, yeah, that, that idea of Black Panther and Shadwee Boseman portraying him, because now people don't want to see another actor portray Black Panther. You know, the, they are saying, follow the comics. Uh, let's have Shuri. We, we know her. Because the idea of seeing another actor, it, it just doesn't fit, at least right now, because people are still in shock.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be tricky uh, getting around this one. Um, I like the idea of Shuri. It's just how you get there that's
1: the tricky part the 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 thing is that it's not something that they have to create from from scratch since already they, they have the source material mm-hmm. uh but 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 of course they they only had basically uh well really well, one movie to to develop the the character um of course he, he appeared in other uh Marvel movies but but how, how you take this character that we have seen basically in, in, in one movie or, or solo movie and make that transition?
0: Mm-hmm. And,
1: and it's a, a transition that is going to be very... It's a big responsibility also for for, for the that, that next person, who, whoever he or she is. But we still have two more movies scheduled to be released this year uh, with him. So we still have... Uh, more of him to see.
0: Yeah. So, chat with Bozeman, gone at 43, and gone too soon, and you will be missed. Before we head into our discussion, <coughs> um, I want to say something uh, that's been brewing here for a while. And um, just uh, just bear with me for a moment, <laughs> please. <laughs> uh, I, I like politics. I, I sometimes... Obsess over it. Uh, And I know this might be a little detrimental to my mental health these days, but we live in strange times, and and the best thing that I can do is stay informed. Um, And I'm not one to publicly talk about sensitive or or polarizing subjects, but I'll make an exception today. Um, I watch the news and read the articles and, and... Though many times I I identify with a specific ideology, I'm I'm never shouting it at the top of my lungs or anything mm-hmm. like that. It's it's something very personal, and honestly, I wouldn't even be mentioning it here if it didn't sincere if, if if I didn't sincerely believe that this country is going through a very difficult and dangerous phase. Um, it's something despicable that is rooted in, in, in years of oppression and abuse done to people of color, especially of African descent. Um, it's something very evident and, and, and front and center these days. And it would be hypocritical of me as, as the voice of Media Review Pod, not to mention... And point out this injustice, given that, you know, I'm a communicator by profession. And I don't mean to speak for Adolfo or Oscar, but here in Media Review Pod, we always try to have fun, be funny at times, you know, a little ridiculous. Because, well, it it amuses me, it amuses my guests. And it also gives us pleasure to entertain you guys out there while we chat especially during this unending pandemic. And today, you know, it won't be any different, but I do want to express Media Review Pod's support of the Black Lives Matter movement and its complete opposition of those who intend to silence and divide and lie and abuse their political power for their own benefit. Now there is a movement right now. But I'm not I'm not only talking about these protests or, or or the riots. I'm talking about a movement for education. Let's let's educate ourselves and our communities about the reasons for all the intolerance in this country. Let's let's understand why African Americans are Sick and tired of being targeted and killed because of the color of their skin. Let's understand that segregation and racism has only quote-unquote ended physically and in our laws. But the sentiment, it just continues to rot the minds of those who ignore this country's history. Of those who would rather maintain their distance isolated, and basically blinded in order to retain what they believe only belongs to them. And look, we are all humans. We live on the same planet. It's, it's a blue dot in the infinite chasm of the universe, and life is very precious, The way we get here is the same way we leave. No more, no less. One day we're here, and then the other, it's done. But what remains of us is what we leave to those we knew, who are left behind. How about, and this is just me throwing it out there, how about we try to leave a little more compassion, a little more kindness, and a little more empathy? Okay, rant out. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, guys, uh, if, if you have anything to add to that, I, I'm more than glad to listen to you guys rant as well. It's just something that I... I just needed to get out of my
1: system. I I agree a hundred percent with you. Uh, it's very important to raise your voice. Uh, the black community, along with other uh, communities, um, have been marginalized and wrongfully treated for for years. And I and I truly believe that everything will change for the better. Um, maybe not tomorrow. <laughs> it, it will take time because. Like, like like you said it's based on 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 history of education so my hope is that this black lives matter movement has educated a younger generation and that they will therefore educate uh future generations yes so we as a human race can eradicate this generational learned contact from from the universe yes
2: all right. While I was watching *Umbrella Academy* season two, mm. uh, that uh, mm-hmm. ca- uh, Allison's character goes to the '60s, and a lot of the things that happened there, I, I said like, "Oh my god!" Like 60 years later, and s- things are still the same. Mm. Like, yeah. is really? So that's why I get mad at people that don't understand what the movement is about because it needs to be called black lives matter because there are other people that said no all lives matter yeah that is true mm-hmm. but you are not the one being attacked mm-hmm. you're not part of that percentage and that's why even amongst the pand- uh, the pandemic we were doing uh, we are we are in crisis uh, when what happened to george floyd happened people said enough because no like adolfo said uh, it's not overnight but it needs to happen. Yep. So, yes, let, let's all get together and start making that change. I think this generation is about change uh-huh. and progress, and not um, keeping their mouth shut. Yeah. And it's not a uh, that's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. People need to rally together because change is needed.
0: Yes. All right. All right. So, um, speaking about respecting others. Let's get into <laughs> our Mulan discussion and addressing <laughs> the controversy surrounding this movie. Really? <laughs> uh-huh. All right. So, so here's here's a little um, here's a little background. So, there's been this boycott since last year, 2019, um, where they're urging people not to see Mulan. Uh, and it all stems from some remarks that uh, Li, Liu Yifei, I butchered that name, <laughs> Liu Yifei, the, the, the main actress who plays Mulan, well, she expressed her support of the Hong Kong police during the riots overtaking the streets in Hong Kong last year. Um, so let's, let's just backtrack a little bit. In 2019, there was a movement in Hong Kong where demonstrators uh, have had a chance, uh, have had a, a stance against a law which would allow extradition from Hong Kong to mainline China. Okay, And I'm not going to go into all the political stuff that this entails, but just so people understand, in, in 1997, Hong Kong passed from being a colony of the United Kingdom to being part of China again. And since then, they have had this one country, two systems governance, where Hong Kong would retain its own economic and administrative system, while still being part of China. But now, all these protests um, have uh, tested the system, and you know many fear that it could collapse. Now, fast forward to twenty nineteen. During the riots, Liu Yifei posted through China's Facebook. Some uh, it, I think it's called Weibo or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. She 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 said her support for the police, and um, and basically shaming people who were rioting. Um, and then after those comments, people just started boycotting the movie. And also lobbying attacks at Disney Studios for kotoing to China in order to have access to their film market.
2: I think people didn't brief her that when you're leading a multi-million dollar movie (laughs) or franchise, you should keep your opinions to yourself.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's part of it. Yep, definitely. Um, But 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 the other thing is, look, um, she she is a Chinese actress okay even though she's an American citizen she's most of her career is in China and Chinese actors have to be careful you know I, I get why people are angry and I get why they're asking for this boycott but I also get that this actress is being observed very closely by the Chinese government for any misstep you know I I, I as a matter of fact I recently, exchanged texts with a buddy of mine who is in favor of the boycott. And and he explained that all artists have to heed to... They they have to be careful and and walk on eggshells with regards to politics. Um, But, and this is my opinion, boycotting an entire film because of a stupid comment made by one of its actors... I think it's detrimental to all art form. Um, canceling this movie is, is a tricky thing from the perspective of representation. I mean, this, mu- this movie is, is, is huge. It's a, it's a multimillion-dollar American movie directed by a woman starring an entire Asian cast where everyone speaks English and delves into another country's culture to the point of embracing the heroine at the center of a legend from that country um so so this movie is worth being praised and celebrated for that however and this is again this is my opinion however the way that disney has responded to the controversy speaks of how much skin they have in the game regarding this property and by skin i mean money okay Mm -hmm. you know they want the Chinese mullah so bad that they're willing to play nice with their government and and bend backwards to, to, to police the censors and giving in to all their demands whenever something just speaks bad on on their country um, And to that, I do say shame on Disney <laughs> uh, it, it was a clear opportunity. To distance themselves from from this and just speak against censorship, but they didn't. I mean, this is an American film from an American studio. But the the allure of the Chinese market is just too much. And, well, here we are.
2: The thing is that we are living in cancel culture. And (laughs) we have seen a lot of that, you know, uh, with Kevin Hart and the Oscars, Mm -hmm. with James Gunn with now Ellen DeGeneres. So so, so yeah, uh, that's why I first said that people need to be careful what they express uh, because the internet trolls are ready, mm. you know, with their pitchforks and they're ready to take down. Not because they understand what's happening, just because it's cool. Because just mm. uh, uh, step out of line, cancel. And everybody let's burn, burn the village. You know, uh, it's that kind of attitude. Um, and the thing is, uh, I was thinking right now, maybe she was pressured because since she's a public figure, uh, sometimes when public figures don't express their opinions on a certain topics, they also get canceled. Like people demand, uh, for public figures just to say something. And if you don't say it, then you're canceled.
1: But the, this movie has been surrounded by controversies since the beginning, you know, from no mushu and none of the songs to a French theater owner taking a baseball bat and destroying advertisement for the movie on Twitter. Mm. And from $29.99 to she didn't cut her hair. Uh, <laughs> but, but I think it's important to to raise your voice. But um censor censorship is, is a is a very delicate matter. And and I under I, I I think I read somewhere that uh, the Chinese government has uh, brought some new laws and punishment uh, to treat uh, protesters uh, recently. So, so we need to see what what is going to happen with, with all of this. And and China is the second biggest market. Yeah, uh, movie movie was goers. So, so it's very uh, important that Hollywood uh, try to please. Uh, I don't know if Chinese audience or, or the government specifically, uh, but they need that 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 market to to succeed. If they want to get to the billion dollar club,
2: they yeah. need China.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And especially with this with this film. Yeah. And during these uh, difficult times of
2: COVID. The thing is, before the pandemic, I was already scared for this movie. Mm-hmm. I, I was re- w- worried, uh, like you said, about uh, the Hong Kong protests and, and everything, because Mulan in, in the Disney Renaissance era wasn't the top uh, box office movie or the, the top princess, you know, mm-hmm. she, she was already on another class. So it, it, it was not a slam dunk that this movie was going to do well. You know, there's some people that don't understand another culture Mm -hmm. uh, and stuff like that. So even before uh, coronavirus, I was I was thinking, what 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 is going to happen to Mulan? I was ready to see that first weekend box office just Mm -hmm. to see. And and then the numbers and what does China think? Because that's the other thing. The first the animated movie was not well received in China and. that's why they had to make make some changes to this live action to try and appease somewhat. So, yeah, the, this movie has a lot of a lot writing on it.
0: Yeah. Um, how about we get down to business? Let's talk about Mulan. <laughs> All right. This movie, written by Rick Jaffa, ampersand Amanda Silver, and... Elizabeth Martin, ampersand Lauren Hynek. Now, I make the ampersand distinction because in film and TV as well, I guess, um, the ampersand stands for show writers who collaborated together. And where there's the word and separating the names, Mm -hmm. that means that they both worked on the script, but separately. So in this case, Rick Jaffa and Amanda Silver, who are married, I might add, They Mm -hmm. did their pass on the script, and then Elizabeth Martin and Lauren Hynek did another pass. Or vice versa. I don't know who came first. Um, (laughs) But anyway, I digress. Uh, So, those were the writers, uh, and Mulan was directed by Nikki Caro, uh, who's a New Zealand native. And she's better known for directing The Whale Rider in 2002 and North Country in 2005. Now, here's a brief synopsis on the film. The Emperor of China issues a decree that one man per family must serve in the Imperial Army to defend the country from northern invaders. Hua Mulan disguises herself to take the place of her ailing father. All right, guys. Without any spoilers, what did you think about this movie?
1: Well, I enjoy the movie. Uh, we don't have a frame-by-frame remake mm-hmm. uh, of the animated movie. It tells the same plot, but it's a different story. And not only that, I believe they made it better. Um, it is epic, mature, while still paying tribute to the original. I enjoy the changes they made within the plot and with the characters. But having said that, there were also things that I didn't like, but I guess we will get to all of that during the spoilers chat section. Oh, and I also wanted to point out that Mulan, uh, this version, is the first Disney live-action remake to be rated PG-13. Mm. So they were really hoping to cash in in that broader audience since the beginning,
0: So they uh, only just had like one... they
1: did with the Pirates uh, of the Caribbean franchise.
0: So they only had one F-bomb, right?
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> which one? <laughs> they will. Uh, they were allowed one F. All. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. So overall, like Hamilton. Like Hamilton. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, Oscar, your thoughts?
2: Yeah. Overall, I'm gonna say that I really liked it. Um, I enjoyed it. I was a fan of the original, but I understood the changes. You know. I was the first one that when they said that there were no songs, I was like, what? No songs? But then I remember, like, there, there are only two memorable songs and, like, it's okay if they don't put it. So I didn't miss them that much. Mm. Uh, but everything else, I think it is the same story as the original, but the changes were made uh, because of the backlash the animated got. So... And, and, and try trying to make a Mulan movie more of a Kung Fu fantasy genre that Chinese uh, cinema is based on or is popular there. So,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Adolfo, am I right in saying that you saw the original a couple of days ago?
1: Uh, yeah, like a, a couple of weeks ago okay. uh, during the, the pandemic. Um, okay. I was skeptic for him to watch it.
2: Uh, he was the one that was saying like, "Should I watch Mulan?" And then he and I was and I was like, "No, not yet. No, no I don't think if you should see it before. I, I, I don't know." And then one day we're like, "Okay, let's just see it." Yeah, so, we, so, we were so debating like-
1: if I should see it before or after. the Did live you like action. the original? I, I enjoy the the original. Okay. I I also have some things that I that I don't like from it. Okay, but 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 it wasn't you know like. Uh, I, I hope this ends soon, you know, uh, uh, I enjoyed the, the movie, but I like this one better.
0: Okay, fair enough. And you, Oscar, yes. you like this movie a lot, yes? I mean, the original.
2: Yes, the original. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, the thing is, it came at, at an age when I was starting uh, um, teenage, my teenage years. Puberty? So I was more into puberty? action.
0: Uh, you were starting to get huh? hairs in, in weird places?
2: yeah yeah i wasn't a teenager yet i think i was 11. but but still like i I wanted more mature content and mulan was uh kind of advertised like a war movie even though the original didn't have much of fight scenes but Uh still uh it was captivating to me to see a a princess a disney princess movie being more like an action hero but yeah i liked it
0: okay Wow, this is going to be tough. (laughs) It's okay. Where do I begin? So I don't think it's any secret that I am not a fan of Mulan, the original movie. I think I've said that before, but if for some reason none of you have heard it, I'm not a fan of the original movie. So going into this one, I had only seen... The teaser preview, and it looked fun. It looked like uh, it was aping crouching tiger, hidden dragon, <laughs> um, with a with some Disney magic.
1: And I was bas-
0: I, I was really rooting for this movie, so um, it it wasn't really tough for me to pay those thirty bucks because I genuinely wanted to see. The movie, and I wanted to to see if they, if they, and when I say they, I, I mean Disney Studios, um, were brave enough to do something different and special with these <sighs> live action remakes that they mm-hmm. just keep on pumping out. Retellings. I wish they were retellings. <laughs> uh, and some um, are okay. So, so you got you you guys are Puerto Rican, right? Yeah, yeah. both mm-hmm. of you are from Puerto Rico. All right. Yeah. So, so e. have you ever had this experience where you go to this restaurant and it's it's in another country? Let's say you go to New York and you go to a Puerto Rican restaurant, right? And it smells great. The menu mm-hmm. is awesome, right? You get the food and it looks fantastic. And you eat the food. And it's okay. I mean it's Puerto Rican <laughs> food. It's I mean it's good. It tastes okay. Um it's not delicious. It's not scrumptious. It's not <laughs> finger-licking good. It's just wow okay so that's how i felt about this movie it was just at points i have to say i was a little bit bored um it was just not a fun watch for me um before we started the movie (laughs) (laughs) um I, my my eldest son, he's he, he says, so what are we watching? And I go, we're watching Mulan. We've been saying this all day. <laughs> and he goes, but we already saw Mulan. And I go, yeah, we saw the other one. This is live action. And he goes, live action? They're doing a live action of Mulan too? And I go, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he says... And I swear to you, I haven't even mentioned anything to this guy. He says, "But what happened to to the Disney to the people making movies in Disney? Did they just <laughs> run out of ideas?" <laughs> and I just burst out laughing. And he he, he looks at me and uh, and at my wife as if he just said something wrong. And I go, "No, no, no! I'm laughing because I feel the same way." So. I just I just want to say that I was very very disappointed with this movie. Not as much as I was with The Lion King. Hmm. Cuz uh-huh. I don't think I could ever watch The Lion King again. Yeah. But this for me and this this again this is very personal. I wanted this movie to be the opposite of what the other disney quote unquote remakes have been i i wanted this movie to be to stand out as a new way of making the these remakes and and to to push forward this stupid movement of making these movies and making it worthwhile for audiences to watch these movies again <laughs> when the original movies are perfectly fine. Again, I don't like the original Mulan. But if what I'm going to get is this, then I'll watch the original. Strip away the music and no Mushu, whatever. That's fine. But give me give me a compelling story. Don't rush me through it. It was just not. For me, just not worth the effort. This was a two hundred plus million dollar movie with so much potential, and at times I was asking myself, "Where's the money? If this looks so cheap, I don't, I don't, I don't get where they spent all this money." Um. Now. I do have to say the cinematography at times was beautiful. The fight choreography for most of it was pretty decent. And that's it. Honestly. And I'm, I'm, I, I, I really wanted to like this movie. Honestly, I really, 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 really wanted to like this movie. To see if in my mind it could just break this Curse. Of these Oof. movies from Disney. But, alas, it didn't for me. I haven't even asked my kids if they liked it or not. They haven't even mentioned it after. Okay. So, apparently, it didn't even register for them. Um, so, yeah. So, that's my non-spoiler movie <laughs> thoughts. Uh... Anything else non spoilery? You guys want to add? You guys want to fight me on this?
2: Your no. <laughs> opinion. I, I've been fighting for two days with people. You're more. About this you're song. more than
0: welcome to, I'm, uh, to push
2: back. I, I'm not one to change someone. I'm just gonna no. say that. No, no. Look, uh, the first what? thing that pops to mind is like you're not the target audience. But mm-hmm. you know the kids are, and, and I was going to ask you, what did your kids say? But you don't know, so yeah. Okay,
0: look, let me let me just <laughs> let let me let me give you okay, let me give you a metric to measure their response. So last week we showed them for the first time the Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay. Huh? To this day, they're still talking about that movie. Okay. They saw all three, but I mean everybody knows that two and three suck. So they <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> So I don't understand mention, why uh, people
2: don't like the second one. Like, it's I, terrib- I like it's second
0: terrible. One. It's long. We, we can talk about that in another okay. podcast. Okay. Um, but and, and I didn't say anything, right? But I we showed them all three back to back. And the one they keep coming back to is Curse of the Black Pearl. Right? That's the one they have seen more than once because they wanted to watch it again, and they keep talking about it, and they talk about um, pirates, and they talk about Aztec gold, and they say savvy. You know, it stuck with them, right? So I didn't have to go and say, did you like the movie? No, I know they liked it, because they just keep talking about it. A couple, maybe a month, month and change ago, we showed them Jurassic Park for the first time. Maybe the seven year old wasn't uh, uh, appropriate. Mm-hmm. It wasn't appropriate to show it to him because he had nightmares for the following uh-huh. week. But, but, till this day, he's still talking about the T Rex and the chases. And he asks me every single day about. Next dinosaur, can you, can you Google this dinosaur to see what it looked like? What was the fiercest dinosaur? What was the best meat-eating dinosaur? What was the biggest dinosaur? And then, again, I don't have to ask them, did you like the movie? No, I know they liked the movie because that's all they talk about. It's pirates and dinosaurs. Now, it's been two days since we've watched Mulan. They haven't mentioned it. Um, and I know maybe it's the girls' factor, right? Because Mulan's a girl hero, but they—I don't know—they like—they like Scarlet Witch. It's,
2: it's not the fact that they are boys; it's the fact that Mulan it is treated. Uh, I'm not gonna say like a girls' movie, but from a girls' narrative. Uh, other movies like uh, like The Black Widow or Scarlet Witch they have not yet done a movies about them uh with you know with with female directors they're still they're still part of a male group so the action there is different the point of view is different uh you say Jurassic Park and Pirates i mean hello dinosaurs are cool they're candy for kids even for me, me when i was that age
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're candy for me oh <laughs> <Exactly. laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah but but the thing is that uh, Pirates are cool. Pirates are uh, boy-friendly. The the skeletons and and everything. I mean, pirates just scream boys. And and Mulan, it is treated like a girl's fairy tale from that point of view. It's like Mm -hmm. comparing The Batman with Birds of Prey, which is a female uh, action movie. You know, the, the point of view is different. So I, I don't judge them by it. I'm, I'm just saying that, you know, from, from start, you have to look at the demographic for stuff like that. Well, okay. that's the thing I look like. Okay, you didn't like it, but what was your upbringing and blah, 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 blah. What are the things that you did like and stuff like
0: that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I they, they didn't hate it. I know that. No, but I understand
2: what you said. That, that, that uh, it, it was okay. <laughs> it was fine. It was just... I, I think expectation mainly... Uh, I, I know in my news feed people that are around your age. Uh, the I just did a live the other day with mm-hmm. someone that's around your age, and he said the exact same things you did. He did like it, but but he did say a lot of things that were wrong, um, and he did find it boring at parts. He missed Mushu because maybe that kind of the comedic part element uh, he missed. So so yeah, I I kind of see. What the demographic uh, and and critic is based on that? Okay, all right. Um, I'm not gonna say that when the movie ended, I stood up and applaud. I didn't say, "Wow, this is the most fantastic! This is everything I was waiting for." I was just, I liked it. Okay, I can breathe now. It's not, it's not bad. <laughs> yeah. Well. Okay. All right.
0: Okay. So let's let's. What what about this whole remakes subject i mean do you think do you do you think that this was a step up for this new let's call it a franchise this remaking disney franchise do you think it was a step up well
2: the thing is yes because it wasn't a direct copy shot by shot from the original so in that regard I think that if it is well received, we still have to wait for the numbers, that they can try to explore more of a different story and not do like the Lion King, as you said, that I I really have no intention of watching the Lion King again, because I think it's a a soulless remake. That's what my mind goes when you say soulless remake, not the other ones, because I did like Aladdin, Aladdin, I like Dumbo. So you kind of see where my mind is at, mm. <laughs> you know, and, and you know everything.
0: what I, okay, great. I, to, to a certain point, I envy you that you like that one. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but also, also I'm, I'm seeing this with a lot of people and not just in movies, but in series in general, uh, people really do have high expectations of things. And it's not, I think I train my mind. To be more receptive of stuff, and that's why I don't feel cheated. Well, you know? come on,
0: this is a. Okay, I get. I, I keep harping back to this. This is a movie made for more than two hundred million dollars. It, I mean, it, it would be weird if I didn't have much expectations of this movie. I'm 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 thinking this is gonna be the most epic epic of all epics. With a two hundred plus million dollar budget, and it just—it didn't. I don't know. It just didn't get there for me.
2: They did try. I mean, there are more battles than the original. At least there are some battles
0: here. Yeah, and that, let's let's get into let's get into spoilers. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Starting right now, right now, <clears throat> spoilers. Yeah. Okay, so. This whole battles thing. I'm cool with get, having battles. And and I'm all for having all the fights in the world. <laughs> um, but if that's what's making your movie epic, and if that's why you're spending over $200 million on a movie, just so that it can feel epic, I don't think you're investing that money where it's supposed to. Look, this movie felt so rushed for me. There were moments where I was expecting a little bit more character development here or a little bit more character development there, but it just jumps from point A to point C to point F. And I was like, dude, what what's going on? It's, it's like the movie is assuming that we already know this story and it just goes fast forward through everything. Again, I don't want this movie to tell me the same story as in the original Mulan. It's fine if we take the legend and make something different, which is what I th- and this again, this is very personal, which is what I think these Disney quote unquote remakes should be doing. But no, it it again, it assumes that we know the story, so it just jumps from point A to point C just willy-nilly. Um, And then it says, but we have battles, so we're <laughs> epic, and that's why this movie is so expensive. I feel it's hollow. I feel that, and this is going back to what you said, it's a soulless movie. It's It's something that doesn't feel like... Like, they're real characters. They're just they're just silhouettes of what we think those characters are. And the movie just moves along with them.
2: That's how I felt. I keep thinking of the theme and the things that they changed. And uh, in the animated, Mulan was kind of uh, clumsy mm-hmm. and ditzy. Meanwhile, well, this one, she's very empowered. You know, mm-hmm. she that's why she doesn't need Muchu also. Because she knows what she has to do and she just does it. And I feel like coming from a little girl's point of view, watching someone like Mulan, and and having that conversation with the witch saying that be who you are, that's when you're free. And that's when you're the most powerful. I think things like that can touch just like Chadwick Boseman, Black Panther, uh, touch that kind of demographic, I think seeing this mulan this empowered mulan this mm-hmm. representation of a girl that looks like a girl that doesn't look like a warrior i uh, you know her hair is very beautiful uh, she's like uh, a disney's princess version of wonder woman uh, to me uh, but oh but yeah watered down to to disney level for for children but those are the stuff i get and i even thought i was watching a k-drama which is korean drama mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> with her interactions with her love interests or, or the the other soldier. Uh, Adolfo yeah. I, I can tell you, I was like screaming, like a girl, like, oh my God, they're about to kiss. No, they're not. Oh my God, he likes her. He must be gay. No, he's not. <laughs> and, and, and I like that. On the I like that back and forth. I, I I really enjoyed this film. I, I, I don't
1: know what to say. And, yeah, and, well, and okay. I really like on, on, on that uh, point, uh-huh. Uh, when Moland decides in this version when to tell the truth it's not that uh, she, she got injured and the doctor uh, yeah she's not like raped or violated by it mm-hmm. and yeah. I feel that it's what it was organic and and will play mm-hmm. it, it makes sense
0: yeah yeah I, I, I get that. Um, but let's take for example that lagoon scene. Huh. that that scene had one purpose and that was to create I that can. sexual tension between those two characters. And that's it. That scene lasts two minutes max, right? And then mm-hmm. we're on to something else. There's, I don't know, I feel like this movie doesn't trust the audience to invest in these characters I just didn't care for any of them be because of that because I I didn't feel like I knew them I didn't feel like I knew why they were doing stuff and then they have this quote-unquote romantic relationship that's it's pushed upon us I feel or it was pushed upon me I knew yeah. it was kind of coming because of the original, movie and again this is this is the script assuming that we already know the original story and playing with that if that was their intention they definitely succeeded um and then they have this uh <laughs> this Musha replacement with the <laughs> phoenix which looked like uh like a kite yeah um, and I, th- I think, I think, that was the purpose. But it just looked so hokey. It, it was just, um, I don't know. There's your budget, two hundred well, on the Phoenix
1: yeah. kite.
2: Okay, so
0: yeah, so, I mean, can, can we agree that it looked terrible? Can we agree that it was terrible CGI? The or Phoenix, did you guys yeah. like it?
1: No, I, mean, even, even... I believe I made a comment that I, I. Uh, it seemed like like a character out, out, out of coco <laughs> oh
2: he always <laughs> he always said that yeah and i was frustrated because i i i understood because the Chinese phoenix it represents the male and female duality so that's that's what i got from it uh-huh. but yeah like you said maybe the cd wasn't perfect sometimes in the battle scenes you kind of look uh the the green screen kinda of looked like a green screen so yeah sometimes it took me out of it but I was all for liking the movie. and I disagree on the uh characters because the first scene I saw when the love interest I, I don't remember his name it Hong Hong yeah, yeah You Butcher it yeah the new love interest character I like that they started fighting you know like like she was not she she they wanted to be like this angry man that, uh-huh. that he wanted her slash him to like him so that kind of tension i i was really invested i really liked it a lot like like you said maybe i i wish it would have been developed more mm-hmm. cuz i kind of like that that, that 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 game but, but yeah,
1: and i somewhat agree with you richard uh, regarding uh, character development and caring for some of the characters um, I cared about Mulan and, and, and her family. Uh, I didn't care so much for the, for Mulan fellow soldiers. Uh, I didn't like that, that the comedy, uh, that, that rested heavily on, on them mm-hmm. after should being, being, uh, removed. Um, the, the main villain you know, it, it, I I I believe that the the wish downsized the main villain the story. Um, even though I I think it was a cool addition,
0: mm-hmm.
1: there was this parallel with with Mulan, uh. But I felt that she was a bigger threat than that the Bori can, and and I and I find cool that the makers choose the the hawk. Uh, that was already in the original movie to be the the main presence of, yeah, the, of uh-huh. her character in the film, um, but I I liked uh, the the original version, uh, the animated version, uh, which uh, Puerto Rican actor Miguel Ferrer did the voice. Oh, yeah. the bad guy. Chan, ch- Chan Yu. Um. Yeah, Chan Yu.
2: Yeah. I, I love the witch I love that character since the trailer I know many people were like why do we need it and I'm like I need it I, I want to see cosplayers <laughs> do the witch it was, it was cool.
0: another maleficent yeah mm. i i I don't object to to her character my issue with with um yeah with having that character is that and 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 this Happens so much on, on, on shows and, and, and movies as well. It's when you have two characters who are bad and one of them is clearly, clearly overpowered. Mm-hmm. Has a lot more power than uh-huh. the other one. And yet, feels like they have to submit to the other one.
2: The thing is of what she wanted to accomplish because if she took over the cities by herself she would she would be made of more like a villain uh, and she didn't want that
0: I don't know yeah I don't I don't want to keep on harping on one I didn't like about this movie um so I I, I liked in the battle scenes when the when the guys uh, they they flip from the horses up onto the wall and uh-huh. the camera just flips with them, that's that was really cool. That was cool. Um, and that all the choreography with the witch that was very interesting as well. So yeah, I guess I guess the cinematography for me that's the highlight. Um, not not in every aspect of it, but for the most part, it it was it was pretty pretty good, pretty spectacular. The colors when when they say saturated <laughs> colors, they they mean it.
2: But that's kind of a trademark of the live actions because Aladdin Beauty and the Beast does kind of have that,
0: you know? Like like you the Beauty areas the of the village. Sh- huh? Hold on, hold on, hold I, on. I get your your Aladdin reference, but Beauty and the Beast, I don't think In the town. The town. <sighs> Again, I don't know why they're making these movies.
2: I know because they want uh, they want their classics to keep in pe- to be in people's minds. Because if you don't remake something, it goes into nothingness. People forget. It's uh, you know, if Star Wars was the original trilogy only, people wouldn't remember it. No. Because no. there are a lot of mo- old movies that haven't been remade that this audience. Don't know about it, you know, because it's not in in the chat in the chatter. Indiana Jones is a great hero. People don't know about it.
0: I wholeheartedly disagree on that. But all right, fine. You wanna you wanna keep these movies in the zeitgeist, and you wanna you wanna keep reminding people about your IP. Fine, mm. but don't give me the same thing. Don't rehash the same thing because we already have that thing. Give me something inspired by that thing which is pretty good, but different enough. As a matter of fact, let me let me just let me just point this out. I saw today a post from you on Facebook. <laughs> you were asking uh. what what Cinderella remake do you like the most um can you remind me of the choices please do you remember
2: yeah um it was the the Cinderella live action the last oh, one from Disney okay from Disney I forgot to include um uh, what's her name uh, Brandy's version okay I forgot to include her she wasn't included but Cinderella story Hillary Duff uh-huh. into the woods with Anna Kendrick.
0: Okay. And
2: oh, uh, uh, Drew Barrymore ever after.
0: Okay, okay. Out of those, which one's your favorite? Because I don't think you
1: did you. no, no I, I, I didn't. I, I, okay, uh...
0: okay. All right. Uh, so, so, are you willing to go here on Meter Review Pod, <laughs> and and tell us what what your favorite remake is? No, I love them all. I love movies. Okay. All right. I love movies too, but I can tell you. <laughs>
2: That I don't, I know, I think I know what you're gonna say. You're gonna say "ever after."
0: Of course, I'm gonna say "ever after" because <laughs> that's the only answer. <laughs> I, I knew you wanted me to say "ever after." But, <laughs> but I, and I, um, this is not a joke. I genuinely I know, I know. like that movie. Yeah, yeah. I and, think and, it's a very interesting, um, a very um, different way of showing us that same story and if all these disney remakes could feel just a third of what that movie is then i think they would be worth it but up until now i don't feel that i don't see that i don't see it at all the thing is that if
2: disney does a live action of their properties they're gonna try to make it as much as the same thing uh only when other studios, you know, like Snow White and the Huntsman take that fairy tale and adapt it is that you get to see another thing mainly because if they don't, uh, Disney will sue. Uh, but second, because they have that freedom.
1: Oh, and, and also which, which version are you going to see in the, in the park? For example. hmm. Uh,
2: yeah, they need to be as close as possible to their animated ones. That's what
0: separates them. Okay. So let's let's <sighs> we're just beating a dead horse here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't quite like Mulan. I have my reasons. I stand by the fact that Disney is just putting out these films in order to make money, and they just mm. feel devoid of any artistic merit or reason to exist. All right, any any final thoughts uh, that you guys have on Mulan? Uh no, I I liked it. Uh I
2: am eager to see if Disney will release the numbers so yeah, me too. that I can do
0: my math. All right. Uh so if you guys don't have anything else to add to our audience uh be on the lookout because these guys are going to put out a podcast soonish. They won't oh, tell yeah. me when, but it's it's hopefully it's going to be soon. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but in the meantime, where where can uh, where can they
1: get you guys? Uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram? Well, you can find me on Facebook as Adolfo Busso Steffens and as Adolfis02 on Instagram. And also, you can check the whole first season of the reality competition that we shoot earlier this year, Tiny World Model All Stars 2020, on the Silver OG Studios Facebook page. And you can also check Richard in our Bombshells Clack and Rewind entry on the Clack La- La- Rewind, Rewind YouTube channel. The content is in Spanish, but you're all welcome to check it out. Silver OG Studios on Instagram and
2: Facebook. And everything Adolfo said about Tiny World and Clack and Rewind,
0: uh, it's all very good, high-quality content. Awesome. Well, you can definitely check us out on Twitter with the handle at Media Review Pod and the hashtag mediareviewpod. You can also send us an email at mediareviewpod at gmail.com with any questions, comments, or suggestions, or you can just leave a voicemail by calling us at 407-603-5847. Adolfo, Oscar, thank you guys for being part of the podcast today. And to everyone out there, while we navigate through, all, through our new reality, in the year 2020, please, please wear your mask, wash your hands, (laughs) respect your neighbor's life. And last but not least, when the moment comes in November, vote. I don't care about your political affiliation or your doubts and trust issues toward the government. Please just go out and vote. It's your right, it's your voice, and it would be a real shame to let it go to waste. In the meantime, I know it's been tough these past few months, but please, please, don't forget to breathe. Till next time, bye-bye.